All right, Josh, I think we're on. <clears throat> All right. Yes. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Queenie. As promised, I am here today chatting with my man. Look, one after my own heart, urban black vegan, Joshua Black himself out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome, Joshua. What's up? What's up? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And I've been looking forward to this conversation. So, yeah. Yes, let's get this thing yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So look, um, as I shared with you before, I am vegan as well, right? And Great. I always wanted to get together with some of my fellow vegans and just chat it up about our journey, what we do, why we do it, how we do it, how we feel about life. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because veganism is a huge entire lifestyle. It's, it's right. I call it the vegan lifestyle effect. It's an entire lifestyle and i'm always questioned about being a vegan well here yes. you are the urban black vegan and I'm yes yes to about it <laughs> yes yes let's do it yes <laughs> so um, yeah like, yeah i was gonna ask you just go ahead tell me why did you turn to the vegan lifestyle because that is the biggest question i get like why are you vegan that's always the question oh sure 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 i um yeah, it's real simple. This is this is I'm going on um, year nine. It'll be um, nine years and July 4th will be um, year number nine, um, nine years completed. Mm -hmm. um, but the way I got started is very simple. I didn't even start out like with the goal to be vegan. Like, you mm -hmm. know, now it's really trendy. People want to know, well, how can I be vegan? That wasn't even a question for me at the time. I, you know, my my whole my whole thing was I was dealing with some um, um, health issues, mm -hmm. um, mental and physical, um, because I like this. And it was weight. I, I, I was overweight, okay. and um, so I was carrying the physical weight and the mental weight. You know, mm -hmm. I, I like to say that when you when you're dealing with weight, is you're dealing with weight in two ways. It's the mental and the physical. So I was dealing those issues and I, and I had diabetes all kind of health issues and I was just got really tired of this lifestyle of living that way mm -hmm. and uh one that evening July 4th 2011 I'll never forget I was looking at a documentary somehow I came across this documentary fat sick and nearly dead and uh -huh. I watched this documentary I was literally in tears mm -hmm. because reflected on the monitor was me it was a guy around the same age he was overweight he had all these pills and medication and i'm like wait a minute this is me mm -hmm. and uh he got sick and tired of it so he documented his journey mm -hmm. he did nothing but eat fresh fruit no no um veggies that's okay. it he didn't okay. and, and he just blended them and juiced them and that's it mm -hmm. he lost all his weight all his the problems went away and something something mystical that evening came and touched me touched the way i thought about it and soon mm -hmm. you see myself i got up went in front of a, this full-length mirror i looked at myself and for the first time i took my shirt off and looked in the mirror and stood there and looked at myself and i said and i was bawling just crying i said this is it i i will never be this person again this is it yeah, and then I went on my journey for the next 40, um, 40 days. I uh, did nothing but uh, juice. No, I did nothing but um, did like uh, veggie smoothies. That's it. Mm -hmm. I lost like 20, 25 pounds, and I've never looked back. 
Um, then I went on to start exercising and doing so many things, got off the diet, kicked the diabetes, got off the medication, wow. and then I was off to the races. And then yeah. a couple of years after that, that's when Urban Black Vegan came about because I couldn't find anybody that looked like me. Yeah. <laughs> be motivated and inspired. And I wanted to use, I purposely use Urban Black Vegan because I said, if there's someone who's black, lives in the urban community, mm-hmm. who gets online trying to find help and puts in urban, black, and vegan, I want them to see themselves in me because i am that person living in an inner city um the only vegan person in my family so at that time i wasn't vegan i was just being healthy i found out that what i'm doing is this vegan lifestyle so i always say that i didn't i didn't go out to be vegan veganism Mm -hmm. found me i didn't go searching for it it found me and here we are this happy marriage about him going on nine years long. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh my God, you you know what? I shared with you before a little bit of my story. It was very similar um, mm-hmm. as to what I wanted to do. I wanted to just have a healthier lifestyle. Before I became vegan, I was a runner. I was running. I was, and I was probably a lot thinner than I am now. But I mm-hmm. had, a, un, I was unhealthy. Even though I looked healthy, if thin looks healthy, mm-hmm. I was unhealthy. I wasn't feeding my body any nutrients or anything like that. I was depleted of so many things. Veganism brought me to be able to truly fill my body mm-hmm. with the nutrients and the minerals and the good food that I that I you know know I needed to put in. So um I have to ask you when you said sure. that you were overweight and you had yes. diagnosed with diabetes. Um yes how much weight are we talking? Like, what what do we what do we say when you when you? Because I don't know how tall you are, and someone may see this, and they're probably trying to figure out like, well, he's my right. slim. I mean, what is overweight to him, right? Right, right. Okay. Well, I'm 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 six two. Okay. I'm six two, and uh, at the time I weighed about two hundred and sixty pounds. Okay. Now, here's the whole thing in the black community, we kind of embrace um, being overweight. You better talk about it. We embrace that, you know, you know, you know, the whole thick, yeah, thick, big bone, husky, yeah. um, thick delicious, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not here. I, I wasn't for it, you yeah. know, so I, I lost, I came all down to um, my best last year was mm-hmm. my absolute, hit my goal weight. It was a hundred, and I want to be this a hundred and like eighty five, mm-hmm. hundred and eighty five. I think I'm probably closer to um one ninety something now. Okay. I don't want to be two hundred. I don't want to be two hundred anything. And this is the men- this is a mental thing because wow. we can get in, that's a whole issue as far as the, the mental weight that you carry when you're overweight. Yeah, and um and you're not you love yourself but you don't like yourself. Yeah, you know that whole thing. And uh, yeah, that's a whole thing for me. Joshua, I get it. I was I was 304. 304 when I got oh. ready to have my son. That's the first time I've ever said that live. A lot of my friends that know me back from North Carolina, they remember. My ex-husband remembers. Um, I was 304 when I when I got ready to have my son. 304. I never forget getting on the scale. That was my weight. Um, and I chose, like you, 
to take myself into a healthy lifestyle space. And mm-hmm. at the time, it wasn't veganism. It was cut out the fried food, cut out the pastas, cut out this, yes. cut out, that, cut out yes. you know, going to restaurants, um, cook my food. And I, I, that was really what I wanted to do. I was predisposed to diabetes, hypertension, all these other things because of my family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then I have this little boy that just came into my life. And I was just like, there's no way I can be, you know, I can like, fall into the trap that my family had fallen into um, when I got a kid that I'm bringing into this world. I was always athletic, but still right. I was battling with with weight. And so much like you, I just, you know, I stood in that mirror and I'm like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I started running and working out and mm-hmm. focusing on, you know, not eating two pieces of fried chicken, taking all the skin off the chicken. I mean, Mm-hmm. I did all of that just searching for myself. And after about a hundred pounds down, I was like, oh, this is easy. I, I got this because I enjoyed the freedom. You know, and I enjoyed the right. I enjoyed right. not having the weight. And the mental weight that you speak about, I lost it. I lost the mental weight. And I remember God, God, I, I love my sister to death, but <laughs> I remember um at one of the family functions, like you said, you know, we tend to um, romanticized with thickness and this and that. Oh, absolutely. We embrace it. Yeah, we embrace it. Well, guess what? I remember her saying at one of the functions, she said, oh, you know, she's just on this health kick right now. And I was thinking, really? Uh, you think this is a kick? So here it is. <laughs> yeah, 23 years, like 22, 23 years later, I'm still kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And now I kick okay. it overdrive with straight veganism. So I'm like you, like I'm the only one in the family that's vegan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's okay. So whenever you were able to come off of or to decrease your, your medication, your numbers and things like that, um, how did that like how did that make you feel inside? Like knowing that you're seeing these changes actually take place in front of your eyes. Oh, it, it was I, I tell you sometimes I, I sometimes just talking about it, I get I get a little choked up because I can vividly remember the day-to-day go the day-to-day feeling i mm-hmm. i i remember and it's the little things see when you're dealing with um um, um issues of weight the mental and the physical weight it's the little it's the tiny little things you know okay so i'm like six two i was like a size 40 waist or something like that sometimes yeah. 42 just when I was able to get into a size 32 jeans, that was such a major thing for me. A lot of people don't, don't get it. It was a major thing. Not, not only the physical putting the the pants on the jeans on, but just the fact that knowing the sense of accomplishment, Mm -hmm. the sense that I can do this. It was so overwhelming. And even till this, to, to, till till this day yeah. it lead, it continues to motivate me to um um help others yes. to get the word out to be that living walking example to hopefully help to change bring change to my community because that's that's where i'm at now yeah. as i've grown in this space of um living this particular lifestyle now i understand that health health mm-hmm. is not only what you eat it's how you live where you live in the people you live amongst. So I believe um, veganism is nothing but health, healthy yeah. community, healthy uh, um, uh, state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also in physical health, environmental health, 
it's all about health and it's also about being kind and vigilant toward um, uh, um, um, helping others. Yeah. When I say others, mm -hmm. I, I'm talking about all living everything. Yeah. Animals, people, community. It's mm -hmm. all about the health of all those things. And if I can work to better the health of, of my community, the health of my family, my friends, and, and um, it would only make life that much better for me. Yeah. If my community is healthy, yes. I can to live in a, a community that's healthy, a community that's not dealing with obesity and all these chronic illnesses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so the goal has this here whole vegan lifestyle has become so much bigger than what's on my plate. And I always use the term think outside the plate. Being vegan oh, like means that, that challenge place. other vegans to think outside of the plate, mm. you know. And that's why um, I do a, I, I do um, I do a live and different things, and I try not to focus on the food mm -hmm. because the whole idea of veganism is all just about the food. It's it's one part of it, but it's not the entirety of what this is all, all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I totally agree with you. It's it's holistic. It really is mm -hmm. holistic. And I do wish that more of our community, people that look like you and I, minority communities, could adopt the vegan lifestyle as a whole, right? Or even just a healthier lifestyle as a whole. Because I know some pretty healthy vegetarians. I know some pretty healthy, you know, everyone else. And I'm not you know, I'm, 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 for me, veganism was a lifestyle change for me. Um, but I look at people in a, in a different, you know, just a different mindset. And I always say, if you could just experience maybe even the vegan lifestyle, it would introduce you to a different way of living, a holistic way of living, a more balanced way of living. And it may not be something you want to do permanently, but there's something about introducing it into your life. It brings a different sensation to your like you're just your being a different balance to your being. Um, I don't want to continue to kill animals just for my own <laughs> pleasures. Oh, and sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's me. But um, the lifestyle for our community would, would advance us so much as a people. You know what I mean? So I, I totally agree with you um, whenever you speak that. Um, and I guess that's probably like your mission right now with this. Oh, that is my mission. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's my mission. And I, I do uh, I do the food thing, of course. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I do that in my community. I like to call myself also a culinary activist, whereas though I'm yeah. in the community showing and sharing um, tips and techniques and information yeah. and knowledge about, you know, how to eat, because that's one thing that we all, that's one, the, the, the common denominator yeah. that all human beings have is that we must eat yes. that's one common denominator and yes. then the um, the thing is that within the uh, black community which is where i focus on primarily mm -hmm. um most people if not all black people if they're not dealing with a chronic illness they have mm -hmm. a friend or family member who is mm -hmm. dealing with a, a chronic illness mm -hmm. Most of us can relate to things like diabetes or quote unquote, the sugar or what have yeah. you. We yeah. all have some type of relationship with it. If it's mm -hmm. like intimate or if it's distant, but there is a relationship that most of us have. So I try to touch on and being that I come from a space like that of carrying the weight and the diabetes and I can talk to the drugs that, that you have to take. Yeah. Get, mm, 
Oh, I see that he's having a little bit of difficulty. Okay, there we go. We're back, back. On again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so people usually listen. So, it's been very interesting when going out and trying to touch people yeah. in this way with with um, with the information via food. Yeah. So, so let's just go back a little bit then, Joshua. I want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about, um, like I said, I you know the vegan lifestyle effect. You know, um, sure. I know that it was more of a holistic space for me, and it's been a holistic journey for me. Um, and I've been vegan for quite some time as well. But um, share with us your thoughts. Um, you know, on the connection between our relationships with food and our relationships with others, or even how we move in life. Sure, sure, sure. You know, um, it, it's interesting because I think. And I always, I love having conversation. I love people um, who ask me questions. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from where do you get your protein from to... Uh, oh, God, that <laughs> question. Oh. oh. <laughs> to, and, and the reason I love it is that because I, it gives me an opportunity, like, to, I'm not out here preaching, but if you knock on my door, I'm going to answer you know, if you know, I'm not going to beat you over the head for it, over the head. But if you knock, be prepared for the answer. Yeah. You know, be prepared for the answer. And uh, sometimes, and I don't mind having conversations that make people a little uncomfortable yes. with their own um, decision, or make them start to think about the decisions that they are mm-hmm. making. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a, um, I went to this one event. It was a, oh, okay. What is it called? It is um, the Daniel Fast. We have a huge church here in Philadelphia called, it's called Enon, which is a a mega, big mega church, a black church, thousands Mm -hmm. of members. So they all do this Daniel Fast. Yes. Now, many times I've asked them, I said, would you like for me to come and speak? And I will, I can help free for some tips and try to help people out through, I forget how many days they do it. Um, But I went, they never, they never asked me to share but that's okay but i went because they kind of hold these open sessions where they try to answer people's questions so mm-hmm. my question was like i and I, I truly don't understand this is if the daniel fast if this is a way to bring you closer mm-hmm. closer by eliminating certain things mm-hmm. if that brings you closer when you stop the daniel fast does that mean you get further away <laughs> and if that's what brings you closer, why don't you just stay in that state? Why don't you stay, don't you stay there? Mm-hmm. If giving up the meat and all this other stuff gets you closer, isn't that the ultimate goal? If, right. if for nothing else, just mm-hmm. to get closer to to your God, yeah. why not live that way every day? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. and I asked several of the uh, people attending. No one had an answer. No. No, nobody has an answer for that. Yeah, but I, I think these are conversations that we have to have, and let's be real. Let's stop playing, playing this thing, playing this game of life, and yeah. let's start really living this game of life. Let's ask the hard questions, and but these are things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah, they just—it's <laughs> like the elephant in the room. They don't, yeah. uh, don't. I don't want to talk about that. No. The other question: When people ask me, "Well, J- Josh, how do do you ever?" Mit- I get this all the time. At barbecues or what have you. Do you mm-hmm. ever miss chicken? Yeah. My response or meat or something like I said, well, I never, I never miss putting a bird in my mouth. I never, I <laughs> it has never 
<laughs> kind of like came over me to like, Josh, don't you want to put a bird in your mouth? Josh, don't you want to put a cow in your mouth? Don't you want to put an animal in your mouth? I don't, I cannot wrap my head around now. Yeah. Animals in my, the response always is, man, why do you have to say it like that? What? <laughs> what? I'm, am I wrong? Right. That's what it is, right? <laughs> I always tell if we can change the way we think, uh, maybe we'll, we will think differently. Yeah. We you would know, just, just change. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. We'd behave right. differently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We exactly. And it's our thinking. It's our thinking that leads the way. It's I'm not thinking. a Bible person, but when I speak to churches and whatnot, you know, I try to touch on things that they can relate to. And I always mm-hmm. tell them as a man out of the Bible, as a man thinketh, so is he. So if I think a certain way, isn't that going to help lead the way for me? Yeah. Like, so if I think that that's an animal is dead, I don't want to put it in my mouth. Period. No desire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No desire. So, so so let's let's talk about um so less about the food because we you know like, sure. like I mean it is what it is, right? Like we choose not to engage or indulge in animal cruelty or eating right. animal products, right? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, I've gotten a question at the barbecue. And I will tell you one other thing, Josh. I take my own food to the barbecue sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I would take my own food to the barbecue because people will look at you awkwardly trying to force you to eat some greens that they pulled the meat out of and put it on your plate. Mm. There you go. There's no meat in it. I'm like, but but you always cook your greens with pork. You know, mm. I just bring right. Them, you know, right. Um, or I make sure I bring a dish that I'm going to eat that's going to be um you know animal free, right? Um, but, uh, so, so tell me more, like whenever you were, you, you discovered that, you know, this lifestyle was working for you. Um, and I'm sure were you exercising, did you get the whole family involved? How did that look for you? Um, you know, nine years ago, or, or let's just say seven years ago, once you had kind of gotten to a space where you pretty much had this managed, how did you then, um, with your workouts and with your family, how do you incorporate all of that and find a balance for everyone? Because I know it can be challenging when you have a family and you go on this totally different journey with your lifestyle. Right, right. See, see, the thing with me is that the journey for me is started in my head first. So okay. it wasn't a it wasn't a physical thing. Like I said, I started um, by um, um, being inspired by this information by this documentary mm-hmm. that it, it kind of sunk in yeah. it wasn't like one day I woke up and said oh I'm going to be vegan let me go clean my refrigerator right. before any of that it was my thinking that was affected yeah mm. what I understand a lot of people when they ask me Josh oh Josh um, what's the, I want to be vegan I get this all the time I want to be what's the first thing I should do well, I said well I'm not going to tell you to go clean your refrigerator mm-hmm. I'm not going to do do any of that you have to you have to figure out your why why are you going to do this you have to detox you have to detox not a physical detox but a mental detox you've been brainwashed washed just like you eat toxic foods you have this toxic thinking around food that needs to be detoxed you need to detox your thinking you need to flush 
your thinking wow. it's all in your head once you can get that stuff out of your head you start to and that's why people always talk about well oh, i'm vegan now. I, 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 things seem so much clearer yes because you detox yes your yes yes that's, is. that's why i always tell people um to make sure you detox daily they say oh, daily yes you're thinking Yes. that you take in every day if you don't do something to get it out it's going to start to it's going to start to fester it's going to start to to take root and then you find yourself eating a piece of chicken all the messaging you've been absorbing all that toxic um riding past chick-fil-a and seeing these huge lines this is all toxic that's getting getting into your head if you don't do something to flush that out it's going to start to build. It's going to start to overwhelm you. You're going to have weak, so-called weak moments. Do mm-hmm. so-called cheat days and say stuff like I'm a flexitarian or I'm 90% yeah. vegan. No, it's your thinking is not where it needs to be. Your mm-hmm. appetite is still more, is still bigger than, 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 than the way you think. Yeah. You know, you have to get to the point where your thinking is bigger then your app your beliefs that's what i say mm-hmm. your beliefs are bigger than your appetite mm-hmm. but what if you're still 90 percent vegan or i'm vegan on the weekends or i'm vegan when i'm home that's because your beliefs are still not up there with your appetite your appetite mm-hmm. is still winning the day mm-hmm. isn't that life though isn't that how life is like you're speaking so much and, and you know my viewers they're not used to hearing me on Bar Talks talk about food, but they are mm-hmm. used to hearing me on Vegan Girl with Curse talk about food. So both audiences are tuning in tonight. Um, but it's that's a life lesson, right? Where you are in life, it's that thinking Absolutely. that we have to change before any kind of action can take place. We have to have a made yes. up mind. Yes, that's why this this vegan yeah. thing. Yes, and see, people kind of connect vegan with the food, but this is a it's a lifestyle, and the lifestyle, lifestyle. affects every area of your life. You know, yeah. every yeah. every area of your life mm-hmm. can is affected by the lifestyle that you lead. You know, so that's yeah. why we, we have to um, get off of the food. We have to. And even though th- we're talking about veganism, we're talking about a lifestyle, a lifestyle mm-hmm. that affects, mm-hmm. affects different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let so, it, if, if, you, if you live it truly. Yeah. So so I want to take a second. Um, one of our viewers, he left a message. Um, I just actually conducted an interview with Mr. Pat King and he tuned in tonight and he um, shared his story with us. It was so amazing. His journey, his lifestyle, all those things. But he tuned in tonight and he said, um, we need change when it comes to food in our communities, more awareness, more teaching, more coaching legislation for what food is being pumped into our communities. And he said, love what you're doing. <laughs> okay. Yes. Nice. I thought that was really nice. I wanted to make sure I read that to you because um, because people, there are a lot of us that can relate to um, what you're talking about, you know, my mission as well, you know, and, and I I hope the, those that are viewing that have ever thought about, well, maybe, maybe I should, you know, because a lot of people don't know what to eat if they go vegan. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, they're starting with, what am I going to eat? That's the best, that is, you know, that's what they want to know about. It's not anything. It's not about, oh, I'm going to be Zen and I'm going to, it's none of that. They're like, yeah, but what can I eat? <laughs> so I hope that some of those that are tuning in and listening, um, they feel sure. 
hear this energy that we're putting out and, and understand it's bigger than just the food because the food is there. The food is there. That's not, oh, a, absolutely. I've never gone hungry since I've been a vegan, never gone hungry. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's more than enough food. There's foods yeah. that I haven't even tasted. Being on this, this here whole vegan plant-based journey has taken me to different cultures and different flavors. And I mean, and I haven't even nine years in and I haven't even, um, um, really got into it because there's so much to yeah. discover yeah. there's so much to discover it's been it's been fun yeah yeah it has definitely been fun. so tell me just quickly tell me like in a day what is your typical routine um mm -hmm. as far as the food that you do eat do you food sure. but i mean what do you normally do um a typical day <clears throat> okay a typical day now here's the thing. I've um I've re I'm really into. I don't do raw vegan. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't do that so much. But I'm really into this lifestyle. So I fast every day. So fasting. I'm always. I'm doing a um um what's that? Sixteen eight. So eight yeah. hour window of um of nourishment, mm -hmm. and then sixteen hours with no food. You okay. know. And I, I, that's just my everyday. Yeah. That's the everyday thing that I do. Mm -hmm. So throughout the day let's see if from I'll probably do a smoothie or two. Okay. Or but see you know what? I don't consume a lot of food. Yeah. That's because the foods that I'm eating are so um I do a fiber, a high fiber, a fiber rich diet, meaning okay. I'm always eating that something that has a lot of fiber. And when yeah. you eat a lot of fiber, that fills you up to the yeah. point where you can't really it's hard to eat a lot of food. Like I don't, and I don't cook with oil. I don't use oil. Okay. I'm, I'm like whole food, plant-based, no oil. So no there's oil. no fried foods. There's no yeah. French fries. Yeah. I don't even, I don't buy oil or anything like that. So for me, um, like today it will probably be chickpeas with some, um, I don't know, maybe some tofu or some, make some cashew dip or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause it, I don't even know. And I don't even <laughs> like to pre-plan. I like to figure out like, oh, what do I want today? Oh, maybe, a, uh, maybe I'll do an avocado. Maybe I'll do a salad. I grow my own um, veggies. Nice. So, oh, maybe I'll do um, some collard greens or maybe I'll do some dinosaur kale. Yeah. There's, it's kind of hard to, that's why I don't prep. Yeah. Because I, I like the adventure of like, what am I going to eat? Because there's so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I totally understand that. Um, I am not, um, I've not gotten there yet where I don't use any oil. Uh, mm -hmm. I am trying to get off of the oil, um, uh, because I love to cook. So I have a brand right. you can girl with curves and I'm always cooking all types of things. And I like you, I'm not a raw foodie, but I know how to prepare raw, raw dishes, um, and right. enjoy them throughout the day. Right. Um, but I just invested in an air fryer. So um, awesome. I am trying awesome. to get away from the oil. And I'm like, I can do wet batter. I can do all these other things in the air fryer. And I don't need to use my oil. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Right. But um, I, I like I have collards in the fridge and sometimes I'll eat them raw. Sometimes I'll saute them up. I mean, there's sure. so many things we can do <laughs> that people oh, yeah. would never even imagine. And it's delicious. That's like, it's delicious. So do you, oh, do you, do you prepare smoothies now? Do you juice now? I'm sure a lot of people may want to know. I don't juice. You don't I don't juice? juice at all. Okay. No. 
no juice. I am like seriously into fiber. Okay. I'm seriously into fiber. Okay. And my re and remember I said, you know, I believe in doing daily de uh, detox mm -hmm. in this uh, like, daily thinking detox. Yeah. So I'm always researching, trying to understand, reading, listening to lectures, because I got to do this daily detox yeah. to make sure that I don't take in a bunch of toxic information. Yeah. And also, also so I can share with other people because I do I do I, I do talks and I do demos and I do all that. I want to be able to make sure I share with people. So um I don't I don't juice because that's just that strips out all the fiber mm -hmm. and I need to make sure I have a high fiber yeah. um yeah. diet. Because right. the thing that we're lacking in most is fiber. And I, I just I just want to make sure that I don't have any problems that way. I want to make sure I have high fiber, moderate protein, mm -hmm. moderate fat. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's the way I roll. Okay. All right. Perfect. So so now let me ask you this other question. Did you get your family sure. involved? I know I mentioned that earlier. So did you get your family involved yes. on the, and are they yes. also vegan or plant based as well? No, it's it's very interesting dynamic, especially with this whole COVID thing. Is okay. that uh, my daughter, my daughter, and uh, and my wife, my daughter and my wife, more so my daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, now I've been doing this for nine years. Just li I live my lifestyle out loud. Yeah, you know everyone knows. You know everyone knows. Even here in the house, everyone knows. Um, so one day, beginning of this year, my daughter said, "Dad, that's it for me with the whole chicken thing." I was like, what? That's it. She's not, she's doing the vegetarian thing. So she still does some cheese. Mm -hmm. And I can understand cheese was the last, my last hurdle as well. Yeah. Cheese and she might do, and, and she's, she doesn't drink regular milk and just cheese. Mm -hmm. Cheese is still, a, cheese is still a thing, right? Yeah. So, um, so with that, and then my wife kind of followed. Now they're both doing it. Now they've had a lapse here or there, mm -hmm. you know, but for the most part, they're doing, they're doing great. Yeah. Now, the problem is because you know I don't I don't do any processed vegan food like I don't do I don't do any of it no incredible bird whatever those things the Frankenstein burgers yeah, I don't do yeah. any of that I did I did that phase I went through it yeah but I crossed that bridge and here I am so I don't do anything when I say whole food plant-based I'm serious whole food plant-based mm -hmm. um but they're transitioning so that stuff is in the house now. Of course. And they're like, <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and chicken nuggets. Hey, and hey, I don't hey, even do I don't even do vegan butter. I don't do any of that stuff. Hey, hey Josh, not to say right? any names, but there are a lot of videos out here with some really fantabulous cooks that do yes. promote a lot of processed foods. Um in Oh, you don't even want me to get on that no, rant because but, but, I, but you know, I don't, I'm not going to say any names and I do love them dearly. They have great TV personalities and YouTube personalities, but the truth of the matter is some of those foods should not, not be excessively. <laughs> <laughs> I No, that's so, and, and I, I you know what? People can call themselves what they want, but yeah. I don't see that as, I don't know how vegan that is. When you're if you're taking on this lifestyle, and, yeah. One, and you and then you kind of get behind a microphone or a video camera to help others let's be truthful and be honest just tell people this is not healthy at all and to me that goes against what veganism is like t um, being mindful and careful and not trying to do harm to self or others yeah now you know by by eating some of these foods that's why we have some vegans who are overweight or what have you yeah. and it there's a couple that come to mind and like you, I'm not going to mention, right. but, <laughs> but 
as as a person who's kind of advocating for for a lifestyle and you're yeah. advocating for a lifestyle that's like unhealthy right i can't i can't rock with them be, because yeah. of that yeah. and I, I i i i call it um i i call it um vegan porn food yeah. Porn is like vegan porn. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it looks so good. Yeah, if you if you fry anything it's in a tub of oil, it's going to taste good. I, yeah. I don't eat it, I'm, but I'm not going to say it's not good. It's not good yeah. for you. But yeah. you can put anything in oil. And I know. Remember when it was the cauliflower craze? Everyone's dipping cauliflower and yeah. dropping it into dropping into oil and calling it chicken. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that's not healthy. Yeah, yeah you didn't I, kill you know, I make it and it and it is so not healthy. I make it and I tell people <laughs> it is this thing is so good, but it is not healthy. So I'm gonna use the the deep the um air fryer. The air fryer. Which yeah. you can, and there's ways yeah. to do that. I'm glad that you're getting that yeah. air fryer. But <laughs> I think we have a responsibility as black vegans to try to help and we're going to get have the nerve to get on in front of the camera let's be helpful we're not helping our community just because someone wants to be trendy and call themselves vegan and eat as unhealthy as possible yeah i i I don't i don't watch them i can i i don't co-sign i can't even say i love them i i know it's not right yeah it's not right and I'm, i'm pretty hardcore with that no i i totally understand that i sometimes cringe um when people tag me in certain videos and say, hey, Queenie, have you tried this? Um, and because I do cook and I show people how, like like you said, make the transition. Some of us can't go cold turkey. It's you're gonna, right. it's gonna fall right back if you go cold turkey. So I do make a lot of dishes that are, you know, that are close to some of the things you may eat. Then some are totally far off. Like this is all raw, you know, um, but when people tag me in certain videos, I, I tend to be like, yeah, no, I totally know how to make that. But then I'm thinking, I don't want to, I do not want to misrepresent veganism and healthy lifestyle because eating any excess amount of processed food can't be good for us. So it doesn't matter what label we're calling ourselves. So I try to tell people, you know, eat what you, eat what's grown outside, you know, eat what. Mm off the tree um try to incorporate more of that and less of this processed thing or these flowers and you know the batter and the and the vegetable and the grease even though i can make that we don't have to have that all the time and so Mm -hmm. i am trying to push that um out for people to at least while transitioning um to kind of sample and try different things but don't get stuck there in that space of buying all the processed burgers and all those other things and all these different mm-hmm. restaurants that we go to um and you want it being stuck there don't do that just keep moving try to move try to continue to you don't you don't have to have food that tastes like bacon you don't have to right. have food that tastes like chicken you can actually move completely away from that and and or like i'm doing the, the air fryer so i'll let you know oh, yeah absolutely and like I mentioned before, I'm having such a wonderful time, um, like with the smoky stuff. And I, I continue to evolve. Like I was mm-hmm. using, 
um, when I cook, I was using some um, liquid smoke and that uh-huh. sort of thing. But then I got this grill and then I found out um, I got this smoker and I'm starting to smoke my own veggies and nice. my own tofu, all this other stuff I've been smoking and stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It is. I'm it's, it's just amazing. And I'm not missing it. And then I'm digging into other cultures like Indian culture and um, Puerto Rican culture and finding out some of their dishes. And I'm like, wow, going to some of these um, the different types of markets. Like I went to an Indian market and it just blew my mind. Yes. I was like, this is a, I've never heard of this vegetable before. (laughs) I've never heard of uh, that vegetable. What, what is this? What is, I'm like, what? what is it and and so right now i think i'm doing this indian thing like a lot of mm. different indian flavors listening to a lot of different indian chefs and it's just been it's just been an, a, an amazing ride and i'm grilling almost every day because mm-hmm. the smoker and i'm it's been i don't know i just think it's all comes down to discipline and this will bring it right oh. back around to life yeah. Life is nothing but discipline. And a lot of people are like, oh, I can never give up the oil. I said, you you can. You just have to work on your discipline. Yeah. I call it the discipline muscle. If you work on that discipline muscle, because right now it's weak, you got to build it up. Mm -hmm. And I use, um, I like to use my um, fasting, my intermittent fasting as a way to train my discipline muscle. Mm -hmm. This way I can apply discipline to whatever the task is. Whatever the life task is, Mm -hmm. I can apply discipline to waking up in the morning. I know I have the discipline and not eat for 16 hours yeah i can wake up early or i can do this because i have built up my discipline muscle you know so 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 let me let me just go into that just for one second because i um i've 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 done intermittent fasting but i've always done it just because um you know i wanted to go into like a full day or full two or three days of fasting so i'll start Mm -hmm. with and and then i'll go for a couple days and then i'm back on again but your intermittent fasting um how do you handle hearing that breakfast is the most important meal of the day because i I love this question like i don't eat anything until until 12 o'clock and i'm pretty good with that but today i I slipped up and had some some chickpeas from last night i had some chickpeas this this morning about at 10 o'clock i I slipped up um but anyway i love that question I did a video on, on my Instagram about this and people always, and this question is like, well, what about breakfast? I said, no, I do breakfast. I do breakfast every day. Yeah. But it's just that we don't have a fundamental understanding of what breakfast is. Yeah. Breakfast is just nothing but breaking your fast. So That's after it. you sleep, after you sleep for eight hours, hopefully you get eight hours and then you wake up, you eat, you're, you're breaking your fast. I just choose to break my fast at 12 noon. Mm-hmm. I, I It's, there is no difference but if you can start to see things differently things will appear differently Mm -hmm. so me yeah i do breakfast i break my fast at 12 noon it's Mm -hmm. just a way of just reordering your thinking detoxing the way all that toxic stuff that you've been receiving you know not and not truly understanding bring some understanding to what you're trying to do and it Mm -hmm. seems so much easier Yes. And, and that's the biggest thing. Like people will ask you, I think, you know, you said it earlier. Um, you said that they are brainwashed, right? So you're brainwashing mm-hmm. in a particular way and folks will believe that you have to have breakfast. And that's like a huge question, especially for vegans. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, and then of course, you know, they think that we all eat grass, but right. I don't know why they 
why the question always comes up yeah but what do you do for breakfast i'm thinking well, well that's because you're not eating eggs so they're like oh you don't eat eggs and so what are you <laughs> you're not doing milk and cereal so what are you for, for me i'm like yeah i just um you know i toss in my bananas and my and and for me i i make smoothies i don't juice mm -hmm. but i do make my smoothies so i, I toss smoothies in too. all of my apple and you know i toss in my um kale or my my um celery and and cucumber and you know i'll toss in a you know a call it leaf i mean i toss all that in so i'm mm -hmm. like if i have that in the morning whatever time that is that will carry me till that late afternoon oh, and then i actually can eat some food if that's what i want but um yeah i've never really understood why the question of breakfast is so huge well what do you eat for breakfast and when do you right. eat breakfast? It's the most important meal of the day. Who told you that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, that's that's what that's that's why I always say that we really have to work hard to make sure our our thinking doesn't become toxic right. and we become robotic and, and we're just doing what others want us to do, yeah. opposed to making healthy choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that, and I think that's that's why um, there's a huge connection to the choices we make in relationships absolutely how, how there you go and the choice we make in the food relationship yeah healthy relationship discipline that you talk about um you know because if you like discipline and i can only speak for myself i've been very public about that um when i was in a very abusive relationship it was very mm -hmm. unhealthy i didn't have the discipline i didn't have the drive i didn't have the determination to leave it but when i got it and my mind was made up my feet started walking and I never looked back. And I did the same thing with veganism and the whole yes. lifestyle. It truly is. It, once you build up that brain muscle. Yes, there you go. <laughs> use it. Yeah, you can use it. Use it. <laughs> I call it the mental muscle. You build that. It's the mental muscle, discipline muscle. Yes. Those, we, have to, we have to work on those things. We have to work on and, and it's it's just like we we physically work on our our body. We go to the gym. We run. Mm -hmm. We work out to get bigger, get stronger. Mm -hmm. We have to do the same thing with discipline. Yeah. Treat it like a muscle. You have yeah. to do the same thing with your uh, uh, your mental state. You yeah. got to like build it up. You got to work on it. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not right. Easy. It's not, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, John. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not easy, but it, it can be done. And I, I'm walking testimony. Yes. So tell me, um, what is the next steps for you with your urban black vegan um brand? Yes. Like what are you what are you doing? What's your next steps? What is what, what are we what are we doing here? Because I know you're in Philly and I have yes. to see you when I come visit my dad, but what Absolutely. are you doing with that? All right, so 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 it's kind of evolving. So the the urban black vegan I took on that moniker purposely so people can find me. And I've mm -hmm. had some pretty good success, um, yeah. pretty good success with it, with building um, a, a pretty good following on um, via social media mm -hmm. and then even um, here locally. Uh, but the goal is to make Urban Black Vegan not just me per se, yeah. but Urban Black Vegan like a brand or a place where mm -hmm. people of color, black people specifically, can go get information. It's so, it, it's like, a, I'm not going to say it's a school or anything like that. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. But yeah. within my- It sounds like a tribe. Yes, yes, okay. yeah, exactly. Like More of a tribe. tribe. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's health, it's, it's a state of mind, it's a way mm -hmm. to think, it's a way to approach your life. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm doing that. I'm also, we're, 
I'm, I'm actually starting a, a food truck here. Hopefully it'll be done by a food truck in Philly called um, Flat Belly. I love it. So, um, I love it. Yeah, I'm, we're doing that as a way. It's like a teaching mobile truck that'll go out into the community. We'll feed people, but we're also going to teach people mm-hmm. um, at the same time. So the mission is to take this whole urban, black, vegan kind of mindset and out and share it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying, trying to do. Um, get out and share it. I, 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 I just I, my goal is to kind of like activate my activism. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? What are you doing? If I didn't found this good thing, it is incumbent upon me to get out there and share it. Yeah. Now, you know, you got you, you got your political activists, you got people marching, you got we all have our lane. Mine is going to be culinary activism, getting out here, trying to change lives by changing plates and changing mindset. Love it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. While the other guys are doing their thing, which is good because we need people on all fronts. Yeah. I'm going to get out here and um, take my little uh, food truck and go around and teach and touch and change minds and souls that's the goal oh i love it i love it so are you into community gardening or any of those things all of it yeah 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 okay (laughs) growing my own stuff Uh um i I belong i belong to a couple um uh, community gardens i even got like little plot right here at my house nice. growing growing my own food um i, I want i don't want to just talk the talk i want to walk the talk you know what i mean so when i go i'm about about the life 360 like full yeah. full on full yeah. on 360 degrees all of it okay. you know i don't want to be fake in any way i don't want to be like yeah but um you don't do this but i said i'm not but I'm making sure to make sure I'm going to touch on all the points so I can be truly authentic when I talk to yeah. people. Yeah. You know, it's a big responsibility when you decide to get behind a microphone and in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I take that very serious. Seriously, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to help help black people. Yeah, I want to help all people. But we're suffering. Absolutely, absolutely, we're suffering. Seriously. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, and, and, and it starts with a conversation. It starts with connecting with them. It starts with living out that legacy that you will one day leave behind. It starts with, right. With you being that representative for for exactly what you believe in. So I, I absolutely love what you're doing. Um, so I will ask this question. If someone, uh, you know, like, you know, people that are battling with diabetes and all these other sure. illnesses that um, one are influenced by the food that we eat, the lifestyle that we keep, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be your advice to them or even a testimony that you could leave or share with them? Right. There's a couple of things. I, I do a lot of, um, well, not since the COVID thing, but I do a lot of um, teaching in um, senior communities, um, specifically black senior seniors who are dealing with a just issue at it is heartbreaking yeah. you know to see some of to see some of our seniors um dealing with issues where they they wish they knew better yeah. um so the first thing i would say is i don't care how old you are mm-hmm. you can be if you're 40 or 50 don't think it's too late yeah. it's never too late to start to mm-hmm. do better mm-hmm. 
is never too late. That's the first thing I, because I didn't start in my twenties. Um, so it's never too late. And um, if you're going to do this, do it with the intention of try to think broader. Okay. I'm not going to tell people step one, do this or that, but just try to think broader. And when I say think broader, I mean, don't think about just yourself. Yeah. Right. I talk at different barbershops and I'm talking to the guys. I say, hey, guys, how many of you guys are fathers? Don't don't even I'm not even going to talk about doing it for you. How many of you guys are fathers and have families? Mm-hmm. Yes. You all want to take care of your family. Yes. What better way to take care of your family than to take care of yourself so you can take care of your family? Yeah. Think about your your children. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your daughter that you you hopefully you will, would like to walk down the aisle with mm-hmm. when she gets married. Do it for your son. Do it because you want to be at their graduations. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to provide and protect. Take yourself out the equation. Just do it for them. And you'll do anything for, for your family. Most mm-hmm. of us will. So think broader. Think about the change that you make how it can affect the lives of so many others mm-hmm. the legacy that you can leave behind the fact that my daughter this year has decided i'm going to start this vegan thing that is from the nine years that, of work that i've put in of living my lifestyle out loud to the point where she couldn't help but hear it mm-hmm. and said you know what maybe my dad got something going on here maybe i should let me look at that video again let me look at that uh oh oh okay you know so so just be mindful of the change that you can you make could possibly change lives around you mm-hmm. and when you think about it like that because that's how i think about it i'm like oh my god i got this huge responsibility yeah <laughs> i'm affecting lives i'm changing lives i'm a true change agent in my community yeah. let me keep on pressing forward with this yeah. so that's why i would say think broader think about what you can do to to bring change not only within yourself your your family and then the broader community and then hopefully the world okay i love that i know it's like optimistic but i truly believe that no 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 i i I, i'm i'm with you on that (laughs) so um i also would like to uh if you know someone is watching and uh, you know again they they've a lot of my viewers have heard me on my soapbox, um, either by being at my house or, you know, just, you know, hearing me, you know, openly share certain things about veganism. Um, but if there is someone that's watching and they do want to transition, they've heard you talk about the mind, they've heard, you know, share, you know, the, um, the overall mission, the overall uh, why, but what if they say, well, well, how do I, I mean, how do I start now? Now that I'm thinking about it, now that I've watched the movie and, oh yeah, I've already seen what the hell. And, but how do I even go into the kitchen and know what to eat? Um, maybe just give some, maybe give maybe five staples that, um, you think that would be, you know, something good that people could use and put in their kitchen to even get started. Sure. Oh, okay. To use, okay. That's, that's different. The, the use in their kitchen. Yeah. I mean, like to, kitchen tools. Like, no, no, no. Or, well, no, food no. Or, just to get started. Like with, or, cause you know, food is the, food is what people want to know about. So. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I can. So I just, definitely go there. You know, a simple tra- a person that's transitioning. Um, you know, they may not be as disciplined as you are. Um, but just right. you know, a little starter kit. <laughs> a little starter kit. Okay. This is. Let's start easy. You know, okay. and and of course I'm. I haven't always been where I'm at. Don't. Yeah. 
it's, yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't always been where I'm at, right? Let's say that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell you, um, make some subtle changes. Don't don't shock your system. If you're a milk drinker, okay, there's so many options out there. Maybe just let's let's just change the milk. Okay. Just just change the milk. All right. And yeah. even if you're if if you are, um, and let's try to get some of that dairy out. So we got the milk out. Yeah. You know. But these are little simple things, but it's yeah. going to start to get you to think. Yeah. I want you to start reading labels. So then maybe now this transfer, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but yes, transfer the, the, the get, get her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and the reason I'm doing this, it's, it's a mental thing now. You You're starting up. to think. Okay. Say it one more time for me because you broke up. I a said it's, it's, it's more mental than anything. Okay. Because now you, okay. You got the vegan, um, you got the vegan butter and you're starting to read the label. See, okay. this is going to force you to read a label, which we don't do. It takes discipline to turn it over on the back and read what's on the back of a package before you actually buy it. So I want you to start to look at that milk. Oh, this is, oh, uh, the, you know, compare it to what you was drinking. Like, so milk, mm-hmm. butter. Also, here's a big one. Bread. Ooh, bread. Bread. Ooh, bread. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Bread controlling. But maybe but did you know that sourdough bread is vegan by nature? Okay. That rye bread, rye bread is vegan by nature. Mm -hmm. These are little subtle changes gonna get you to read label. You'll start to say, Well, why is it two paragraphs of ingredients on the white bread? And there's there's just a few things on like uh like sourdough bread. Mm -hmm. So little things like that, you'll start to you'll start to kind of like shift the way you think Uh along with that you got to start detoxing the way you think Mm -hmm. so that's absorbing information um documentaries Mm -hmm. lectures etc yeah 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 okay so the documentaries are very important um because they're very educational um (laughs) excuse me and sometimes you know people don't know where to start and there's so much on youtube right there's so much on youtube but Absolutely. Find one of those documentaries will kind of help to condense some of that information. That's what I think. And then go to YouTube because there's a lot on YouTube. Right. There's a lot on YouTube. A lot of, um, you know, I'm on YouTube. Um, There's a lot of people. But before you, you have to base. I like to base what I do on um, uh, uh, professionals, Uh. credentialed professionals. Mm -hmm. There's research. I follow a, a guy. His name is Dr. Gregor, Michael Gregor. Yes, I love Dr. Gregor. Yes. All based on scientific yeah. nutritional research. And he has the um, he has the research uh, um, um, to prove it. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what you need to follow. And, and if yeah. you kind of continue to absorb these things, he has a daily... He has a nutritionalfacts.org. He can send you daily updates via your phone so you constantly now you start to live in this space of health this healthy mm-hmm. space and once you start to gain information that will lead you to the need to eat you will then not look at even vegan butter and different things the same you're like oh wait a minute you mean right. diabetes fat is kind of a contributor because you've now you are starting to detox yeah you're starting to detox and put in healthy information and now you're like oh maybe i won't eat this or maybe i won't eat that 
because now yeah. you're you're reading labels and it's all about and then you got to build up that discipline try try a little intermittent fasting a little bit to try to okay. start to build up that weak discipline muscle mm-hmm. so some intermittent fasting that i hope those absolutely are watching um and you can always you know google search what intermittent fasting is about um if you're not yes because that's a whole another conversation right yeah <laughs> yeah so you and and the other thing i guess you know i will plug this about intermittent fasting whenever you do break your fast be mindful of the food that you're now eating because sometimes when you break your fast and you don't have a plan or the discipline then you'll go straight into grabbing all the all the processed vegan food so you really have yes. to be careful not to do that as well but I, um but I know you can you can say that probably a lot better than I can because you oh, do. No, 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 you're right. You're right. And I'm gonna say this now for those who like even with my daughter and my wife who are like slowly transitioning, so they're doing a lot of the the processed vegan box foods. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, if that's the place where you get to start, you know, because as you're doing that, you're going to start to gain knowledge, and the more knowledge you gain, you're going to say, well, maybe I'll try to make my own sausage. Yeah, you know, yeah, or your own burger. <laughs> or your own burger. He's like, oh. And then you start to so it's a it's a combination. So just do it slowly. Don't shock the system yeah. because you don't have the discipline yet. You know, you you still that that mental muscle is kind of weak, and that um that discipline muscle is still kind of like it's kind of like weak and flabby too. So yeah. <laughs> all these it all it all needs to be worked on a little bit. You got to train it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are you gonna have for dinner tonight? <clears throat> um, well now that is eight o'clock. Is eight thirty here in Philly? So that's it. <laughs> this, that's it. But it, but it's okay because you know what? Uh, the discipline muscle is so strong that I'm good. Yeah. Even good. though I missed, uh, but you know, I'll still pray. I might do. Um, I, I might still do a smoothie, but I'm yeah. not going to. I don't chew anything. I'm not yeah. chewing anything after um, after eight o'clock. Okay. But um, but that's why that whole thing with the discipline mm-hmm. is good. That's why I go to barbecues and don't bring anything because the discipline muscle is so strong mm-hmm. that I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm bringing my food because it's normally during the time <laughs> I need food anyway. And okay, it's a good thing. I don't, you know, people constantly saying, "Don't you want to try this?" and or they're straining the the meat out of the greens. Please don't do that. I'm good. I got my own little bag here with my food in it. <laughs> But don't you think that's a great time for a conversation? Because I, I know it always sparks conversation. I go to um, outings or what have you, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, but why aren't you eating? And then uh, there they go, knocking on the door. So I got an answer. Uh, and then we get into the whole discussion. Yes. No, I, I definitely. So it's, for me, it's strategic, and I do it purposely because it, it leads to, to these amazing conversations that leave people like really thinking about the choices that they're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely get into the conversation as well. Well, but normally, like I said, you know, what happens with me is they're asking, Well, why are you eating that quinoa? And what is that? What's in the quinoa? That's good. How do you make quinoa? So it kind mm-hmm. of starts that conversation. And they're like, Wow, that looked really good. And it's man, I'm like, Oh, it's really simple, really easy. You can eat it cold or hot. So I use that time to show them and awesome. talk to them. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, once you look at some of our delicious dishes, it's difficult for people just to walk past it like, oh, I don't want that. Because it's beautiful. It's colorful. It looks delicious. It smells great. Yeah, that's when I start talking about it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love that strategy, too. As long as we're out here doing the good, doing the deed, making sure that we're sharing Absolutely. and encouraging, it's it, it's all good. 
yeah 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 all right so joshua um we're about to wrap this up but i want to make sure that the viewers can find you they can continue to watch your journey and with the vision that you have for your food truck if you have um you know if you're going to be like collecting i guess like um like a gofundme or if you're going to have any type anything because i know this is like a non-profit even though it is a business i mean you're still mm -hmm. giving back to your community so i want to make sure that we can follow you follow your journey and be able to support you any way that we can okay right, so share right. That with you, right. Be awesome but let me let me say this um i'm not non-profit i'm a, a for purpose i like to call it a for purpose uh, business yes. Yeah, uh, you know, we got to make money in order yeah. to. I got to make money in order to help the community. Yeah, yeah okay. Business, um, there, there's no GoFundMe. Everything was straight from the muscle. I worked. Nice. I worked very hard. No loans. Nothing. Everything's owned straight out. Yeah. And that's another story for another day. But um, um, yeah, everything is self-sustainable. I, I, I just want to be that example that you can be entrepreneur, be self-sustainable. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can do this without the help or assistance from others. Yeah. I'll okay. see others, un underline others. Yes. Um, <laughs> with that being said, but I can be reached all over the internet. It's just Urban Black Vegan. That'll get you to all my social media outlets, okay. even the urbanblackvegan.com. A lot mm -hmm. of free resources up there for, um, for people to grab as well. Okay. I'm going to type this up. Black Vegan. Hold on. Urban, yep. Urban Black Vegan all over. Okay. Got it. All right, I want to make sure. Hopefully, hopefully it'll come across at some point. We'll see. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, nice. It's down there. Yep. <laughs> I see yeah. it. Yep. And Urban Black Vegan, that's on Twitter, YouTube, okay. um, Facebook, all over. Okay, perfect. All right. So I want to, again, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, it has been so enlightening, so energetic. I knew the vibe would be wonderful. Um, I can't wait to come to Philly um, and hang out. One to yes. see my dad. Or I'll come to Virginia. Or maybe I'll come to Virginia. Yeah, we could do that. Or you know exactly where I am here. Yeah, you got to come down okay. here. Um, I know who you are. So yeah, we can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, so we can totally break bread or break sourdough bread together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Yes. Welcome to, to come to visit. And surely when I come up there, um, things start to kind of get back to a little bit of normalcy. Um, mm -hmm. You guys have to, I do love your vegan restaurants up there. I found a few that I absolutely love dropping by, grabbing a couple of dishes. Um, there's a couple of places that, that has some raw vegan dishes that I like to go to. Um, I'm not yes. a huge soul food vegan girl, um, but there are a few restaurants up there that I will stop through and get me a little bit of vegan mac. And I'm like, yes, okay, this, is, this was delicious. <laughs> No, I know. You know, it's funny that I know we're about to wrap this up, but I got to say this about rest because yeah. I get people coming to Philly. They text, not text me, but they reach out. What's the best restaurants? See, and since I don't do oil, yeah. I'm not even I'm like so hardcore with the oil. Yeah. I'm not even going to your restaurant. If you, you I call ahead. Do you have anything that you don't prepare with oil? No, I don't go. So I don't know. I don't really do restaurants. Okay. Like vegan restaurants in Philly. Now, once in a while, I might break down for a special occasion, like when you come to Philly. Yeah. Bread, I might, I might do something that has some oil in it. Like yeah. I don't even do mac and cheese. Cause, yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't mess with the, you know, the butter, vegan butter you put in the mac yeah. and cheese kind you, of thing. You know, I so, make my own, um, Josh, and I don't even use butter in my noodles. Okay. Yeah, I okay. don't. Even use, I I do I do make my cashew um, sauce. 
but I don't, you know, it's, it's interesting because maybe that's, I mean, I don't, maybe that's why mine isn't like, um, like super rich, um, or mm -hmm. hearty. Uh, it's delicious and I don't use any vegan, but I don't even really use vegan butter either, either. Um, unless I'm making certain baking dishes, but gotcha. I do put it in my mac and cheese and I, okay. I, you know, I mean, I, I use some um, nutritional yeast and things like that, but I hear you. I'm with yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. But there's a spot up there. Um, I can't remember the name, but it's in my phone. Um, and they okay. have wonderful raw lasagna and um there's no i've never seen it i've never even noticed there's been any oil in it it's just layered and i think they may use like um maybe like a walnut meat or something like that because i don't know if you do nice no, I, you can do the walnut. Yeah, yeah you I, can do walnut meat I've you don't need oil yeah so um so yeah, yeah I, I just don't i don't, just don't use it, yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay that'd be great because you know philly we have what was called i call it vegan row it's like all these black sisters own these vegan restaurants Shut like up. no i'm serious from one sister has two raw vegan restaurants this older black woman she has she has like a kind of she has a vegan vegetarian restaurant then there's this other sister that does vegan duck well within like two miles where, huh? where what side of town is that on um it's in the northwest on germantown app in Germantown, it, it yeah, gets I no might, respect. Yeah, I might have gone. It gets no respect. Wow. Yep. There's like four or five black owned went by owned by black women, Ooh. and um, actually about five of them. Yes. Wow. No respect. They, they get no respect. We have Vegan Week here, Vegan Restaurant Week, and they're never highlighted. I, really? I, don't even get me on that. You know. You know. You, I don't know if you've interviewed them, but you're gonna have to go down each one of those spots and interview them and talk to them about their their vision, their their yes. business, the food. I mean, let me know because I would totally. Oh, say absolutely. There's so there's so there's so much work to be done, and yes. just kind of busting this myth that we don't do this. Yeah. It's just that a myth. Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it big. Yeah. So especially here in Philly, we got a ton of black owned vegan. Yeah, yeah, the lots one, of them. The one I go to, um, the couple that I go to are black owned as well. So, awesome, <laughs> um, awesome, actually, awesome. one is one is more like an alkaline vegan restaurant, and so that's the one that okay. I do more than anything is that one. They just have a delicious raw lasagna, so I always go there. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to be a fun visit. I know DC <laughs> got a. Got, I don't know. I can't speak for Virginia, but I know DC got some things going on too. Yes, we so. have some amazing restaurants in DC that are vegan. Um, that are mm -hmm. all vegan. Other ones are vegan friendly, but the ones that are all vegan, they are just the bomb. Yes, we have some really good vegan restaurants here. So yes, you can come okay. here, and I got you. <laughs> We're gonna go and chow down. Okay. make this happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right. So listen, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, viewers, for joining us tonight. Um, you know how to reach Joshua Black, the urban Black vegan out of Philadelphia. Make sure you go check out his um, social media. Get in contact with him. I'm sure you can send him a mm -hmm. message if you have questions. Um, and watch some of those amazing videos on his IG page. It's really cool. I love seeing him out there bringing veganism to the streets. I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Joshua, thank you so much again for joining me tonight. Or, yes, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, so guys, you've watched, you've heard. Um, if you're interested in becoming a vegan or at least um, sampling into the lifestyle, I mean, just go ahead and take the leap. 
It starts with your mind uh, and then the food. So just take the leap. It is okay. Trust me, you're going to be fine. You're going to get all your proteins and you're going to survive. <laughs> we have survived. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you again. Yes, indeed. All. all right. See you. Take